Welcome to the Pure Flix Podcast, a show brought to you by PureFlix.com. PureFlix.com, the faith, family, and fun video streaming service. Get ready for uplifting news, scripture, movie reviews, and interviews with some of your favorite actors, authors, and pastors. Let's get started. Hey, what's going on? It's Billy Hollowell, and welcome to the Pure Flix Podcast. I am super excited for today's episode. I'm actually going to be talking with a friend of mine who has an incredible event coming up on Sunday night, an event you're going to want to pay attention to. The event is called Hope Rising, and it's a joint effort from Kirk Cameron and his sister, Candice Cameron Beret. We've had both of them on the show before, and Kirk is coming on today to talk to us about this event. This is an incredible opportunity for us to come together as Christians and hear from so many well-known faith leaders and also Christian artists. I was blown away by the number of artists who are coming together on Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you go to hoperising.live, you will be able to watch this event stream live Sunday, 8 p.m. And the whole point of this event is to raise money to help with COVID-19, to actually help Samaritan's Purse, a well-known organization that is on the front lines of this, do their job. And so kudos to Kurt. Kirk and Candace for doing this. Now, I want to welcome Kirk to the show right now to talk a little bit about the event, but also how he's processing COVID-19 and what this country is going through right now. Welcome to the show, Kirk. Hey, Kirk. Thanks for coming on the show today. How you doing? I'm doing great. As doing you can great. tell, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very comfortable at my house here, and my, my, uh, my family's playing cornhole in the backyard. My dogs are sleeping on the porch. And uh, look at you. You're all dressed up. I know. Airbrush, well, white shirt. You're in the office. I was fi- I was filming some stuff today, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to – Kirk will appreciate this. I'm going to stay nicely dressed instead of the sweats I've been living in for the last, you know, month in quarantine. <laughs> so, But I'm jealous because it's warm there, and it's like 30-some-odd degrees here in New York. Oh, so is it really? It's cold Oh, today. man. So, well, uh, it is California, you know. Yeah, well, you guys, you guys have it made. You're you're quarantined in beauty and warmth, so I would I would take that any day. But you also, as usual, are in the middle of something very interesting. You have this amazing concert coming up called Hope Rising on Sunday, and I've been reading about this, and I reached out to you because I'm like, I've we've got to talk about this. I need to know what this event is, what you're trying to accomplish. But before we even get there, how did how did this come about? Like, what was the impetus for this for this event? Well, a buddy of mine was talking to me and uh, he was pointing out that, you know, during this coronavirus pandemic and all the quarantining and the shutdown of the nation, um, there have been some cool benefit concerts and Elton John hosted one of them with iHeartRadio and, and, uh, and that was really cool to see people, you know, broadcasting from their sofas in their living room, singing all the songs that we love. But he pointed out the fact that, you know, there's one big thing missing and that is, um, uh, God, uh, the one that we ultimately need to be looking to right now when we're on our knees, our healer, our provider, our protector, the great physician. Wouldn't it be cool if we put together uh, the, the family of faith's version of one of these concerts and we donated all of the proceeds and the money that was raised to something like Samaritan's Purse, who was on the ground helping the hospital, building the, the white tents, serving people in Jesus' name. So I called my sister Candace and said, hey, Candace, do you want to help with this? She said yes. So together, we called all of our friends uh, in the music business and preachers and teachers and uh, other, other speakers. And 
everybody just, it was one of the biggest outpourings of, yes, I want to be a part of it. And it's turned into this incredible night, uh, a concert of hope. And we've got about 25 artists from Mercy Me and Casting Crowns. It's and everybody. Boys and it's King everyone. Country. Yeah. It's everybody. And then uh, even people that you wouldn't expect, like Gloria Gaynor and Lisa Turkhurst and... Uh, um, Kristen I Chenoweth. I saw Chenoweth on that Kristen, list too. Yeah, she's there, and uh, T. Jakes is, is is has just recorded this prayer that you got to tighten your laces before you listen to his prayer because you're going to want to jump out of your shoes with Amen, 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 and uh, it's just a fantastic evening. So it'll be uh, broadcast live on Facebook Sunday night, eight Eastern and five Pacific. So eight Eastern, five Pacific. Yeah, I mean, this is when I saw the list, I was like, I wasn't shocked because I know that these are people you guys know, but that these all these people all came in and they're they're volunteering their time. They're giving their time. They donated. That's right. right. You know, Billy, everybody did it for free. Nobody got paid. No one's no one is going to be uh, making any money off of the event. A hundred percent of the funds that will be raised are simply just asking people to donate to Samaritan's Purse. So it goes directly to them, and it doesn't even come through the event. It's, it's just meant to be a pure blessing for the sole reason of helping people and those on the front lines. So yeah. uh, the, other, the other cool thing about this is that uh, all the networks turned it down, believe it or not, during a time where, where people are looking for hope and they want to connect with each other during social distancing and they want to close the gap between them and God during this, this uh, crisis – the network said no, and we think it's because the faith content scared them away. Everybody but, backed away from it when oh, everybody else is running toward it. It's so crazy to me, and and that's the thing. I mean, right now people need hope, so hence the name of your event, but people need that. And the fact that you and Candace involved in this together, I mean, there's so many elements that are very appealing for anybody in general, right, even outside of the faith yeah. world, to be like, wow, this is going to be a really powerful event. You guys did have a network lined up, correct? I'm not going to ask you who it was, but you did have a network at one point lined up. Is that yeah. true? Okay. Yeah, we did. We had a network uh, that was all lined up, and it was just a couple of days before uh, the cutoff point that they just finally pulled out. And then every other network was uh, also given the opportunity and, you know, initially it was like, wow, this sounds really great. And then it was like, uh, kind of legal department, kind of whatever, whatever, kind of, you know, there was some issues with Samaritan's Purse. How do you have an issue with Samaritan's Purse? Well, that's been the you new, know? this has been the new narrative. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a New Yorker. And so you hear the way that yeah. people talk, the way that people talk about Samaritan's Purse and the reality of who Samaritan's Purse is and what they've done and yeah. how incredible they are. It's bizarre to me. Um, but it's amazing the work that they do and that you guys have chosen to help at a time when they're helping. They're out there yeah. on the front lines in New York City. They're in Italy. They have these hospitals and we should be rallying around that. They're not turning people. I mean, these the claims no, around it's they, insanity. It's insanity. Yeah, it is. It, they're, they're just false. I mean, they're they're just it's just wrong information uh, anyway. But the, the, the exciting part about all of this is that this, this event is for everybody. It's free. And the way that we're going to, uh, you know, I guess the cool thing is that it's not only something to encourage us and give us hope, but, it, but letting other people know about it is a great way that we can do something to help our neighbors. So if you're looking for a role to play in bringing hope and inspiration to the nation, uh, let people know about Hope Rising on Sunday. Let them know on your Facebook page. Text them, email them. Let them know. Share uh, share all the information, and that's a way that you can help people hear the message of hope. Uh, 
through music, through prayer, through praise and other message uh, forms. And it's really going to it's going to be great for everybody. How do you, you know, and I want just like theologically, because I know people are asking this question, and I'm so excited that you guys are addressing this through music, through message. These are the things we need to hear. But how have you processed this as a Christian? Because you know a lot of people who aren't believers, they look at a pandemic, and they're like, how could a loving God, you know, this is the question we always get as Christians, allow this? How have you processed that as I'm sure you've been faced with those questions or even thought about them? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, you, you you, you didn't come to the resident theologian uh, here when you asked me that question. You, you came to the dad of six kids and a dad who wrestles with, with the questions that his kids ask him. And that's one of the big questions. Um, I, had said, uh, I had said to someone last evening, uh, these, are, these, are the, these are the swimming in the deep end theologically and philosophically to say, you know, why does God allow the things that he allows if he's powerful enough to stop them? Um, and ultimately, I think God has his reasons, and I'm not always going to understand what those reasons are. But something that's helped me to uh, frame questions like that is something that I, I, I've heard from my friend Johnny Erickson Tata. And if you don't know who she is uh, and you're listening here, she is a woman who is uh, – she's been stuck in a wheelchair for 50 years. Uh, and she broke her neck at 17 years old when she dove into the Chesapeake Bay. She became a quadriplegic, and she's paralyzed from the shoulders down. And she's one of the most joyful and uh, faithful people I know. And she sings constantly uh, with a, just she has a song in her heart every time you see her and a smile on her face. And she says, "God often permits what He hates to accomplish that which He loves." Mm. And if you stop and think about that, uh, you know, I, I look back at things that have happened in history that have accomplished really good things. But in the moment, it may have appeared that the whole world was falling apart. I mean, we just celebrated Good Friday and Easter. There, there is an example of God permitting something he hates and accomplishing something he loves through it. Jesus, the most innocent person in the world, was murdered, crucified. He was buried unjustly. And then through that, he accomplished the salvation of the world, the forgiveness of sin. That's what he, that's what he loves. And Jesus actually participated in that willingly, right? He, he didn't shy away from the cross. He knew it the whole time going into it. Now, I can't wrap my mind around that kind of love and that kind of sovereignty, but I can wrap my heart around the faithfulness of a God who does. Mm. And, and so I say, hey, we're here in this valley. Let's just stand on the promises of God and his faithfulness and trust that he's going to teach us things and accomplish things he loves through it. Yeah, and what lessons can you know, I've been trying to focus on gratitude. What lessons can I take away? Because it's so easy to complain in the middle of all this, right? But yet remembering that you know we we started a kitchen renovation before this, and we could we can't finish it, so we don't really have a kitchen. And I've been complaining about that. Perfect and then I timing, Billy. I, of Perfect course, timing. of course, I'm known for good timing. And I said to my wife, I'm like, you know, there's people who don't have kitchens at all in other parts of the world, right? And so you, just yeah. putting things in perspective that we live in the greatest country in the world and we will get through this and that there are lessons for us in this. Um, so let me ask you this. What is your big hope for this event? You know, what does success look like for you on Sunday night? Well, my big hope is that people will watch Hope Rising 
and they will be reminded that that God is still on his throne and that he is in control and he's working all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes, not our purposes, but his purposes. And we're not always going to understand his purposes, but but that's where the anchor for my soul is, is to be able to trust in God who who created the universe, who uh, made a way for me to know him and spend eternity with him in heaven. And uh, I mean, listen, there have been plagues in the past. There have been devastating famines and wars and earthquakes and and all sorts of things. And through all of that, God's purposes are accomplished. So um, I hope that everybody will watch it and come away saying, you know what I learned I learned to trust God in crisis and my children learn how to trust God in a crisis because they were watching me as their mom or as their dad. And this has been the best homeschooling lessons that they ever could have learned. And, uh, and, you know, we've worked on some things in our marriage and I hope that the lessons that we learned during this crisis outlast the COVID virus. Mm. I, I hope that we're a little more grateful. I'm hoping that we're thankful for our jobs and thankful for our families, and uh, and and our hearts are turned more fully back to God in this nation. Well, listen, Kirk, I really appreciate this. So Sunday night, where do people go to watch? That's the other big question. Go to hoperising.live. It's really easy. easy. Just type in hoperising.live, and it will redirect you to the Facebook page where it will be streaming live, and it will be streaming actually on lots of platforms. You may accidentally just run into it because so many people are going to be running it. Again, it's free, so we're giving it away for free. And uh, But for sure, hoperising.live will get you there. Awesome. Well, thanks, Kirk. Really appreciate you coming on today. Billy, it's great to talk with you. So uh, so excited and thankful for all that you're doing. So uh, keep up the great work and stay safe. Wash your hands. <laughs> thanks so much. Did you know you can access thousands of entertaining and inspiring faith and family-friendly TV shows, movies, and original series? It's simple. Just log on to pureflix.com right now to start your free trial. From kids' content to some of the most uplifting films, we've got your entire family covered. Sign up today. Welcome back to the Pure Flix Podcast. I'm Billy Hollowell. Now, that was Kirk Cameron. If you are just popping in right now and somehow missed that, you got to go back, listen to that interview. I always love getting a chance to talk with Kirk. But listen, this is this is a really important event, HopeRising.Live. It's Sunday night at 8 p.m., having the opportunity to make a huge impact to help those who are suffering right now from COVID-19 and just seeing all those artists come together. I mean, Matthew West for King and country, you go down the line. This is an event that has a ton of well-known people involved in it who are all giving their time, volunteering their time to perform and speak and leave us all with hope in the middle of the most chaotic circumstance. I think any of us have really faced in our lives. So thanks again to Kirk and Candace Cameron. Now, I also want to point you guys over to the PureFlix Insider blog. If you go over to insider.pureflix.com, you can actually see daily content. And I'm writing that daily content. We have, 
you know, movie reviews. We have all sorts of trending articles. I actually did an interview on the podcast with um, Craig Melvin over at MSNBC. We've got stories about the end times and some of the fascinating polling that's been done on where pastors stand and what's going on right now in the world and whether or not it pertains to theology. We had a conversation with Greg Laurie. I mean, the list goes on. We also really give you a great lens into what's happening on pureflix.com, what movies and TV shows are coming out, and what are the lessons you can take away from them. So there's so much in so many different categories over on insider.pureflix.com. I would encourage you to check that content out. It is free content on the blog there. And also subscribe to this podcast. If you're just stumbling upon it and you're not subscribing yet, please become a subscriber. Head on over to iTunes. Um, actually, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts. They've changed things up there a little bit. Um, Stitcher, anywhere really where podcasts are heard, you should be able to find the PureFlix podcast. And I welcome you guys to please also reach out to us. Have, head over to anchor.fm slash podcast. Leave us a voicemail. Let us know what you think of the show. What do you want to hear? Who do you want us to have on? Would love to hear from you. Please also be sure to head over to pureflix.com and grab your free trial. Give it a test run. There's lots of movies, TV shows, and lots of other amazing content. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to tune in next time for another episode of the PureFlix podcast. That's all for today's podcast. You can follow PureFlix on Facebook at facebook.com slash PureFlix and on Twitter at PureFlix. And be sure to log on today to pureflix.com for thousands of faith and family-friendly movies and TV shows. Thanks for listening to the Pure Flix Podcast.